All right, y'all, we are here at Santee Swapper. This is Jason Spangler, who's part of our Consignment Chats community. We are getting a tour of his business. Good morning. Hi, welcome to Charlotte. Thank you. It's a little warm, y'all. It's a little sticky. It's a little toasty with the sun shining on us, yeah. Sure this is we can, great. Well, we can get inside. All right, all Libby, right. you got to get in there. You're going to be the interviewee. Oh, all right. Cool. All right. The interviewer, I've the never interview. Done this before. Oh, look at this setup in here. Yeah. Oh, wow. Come on in. Wow. When you said warehouse, this is not what I expected. I gotta say, Jason. Oh, well, yeah, so the first half of it is kind of the, you know, working space, and then the back half is the true warehouse. So this is okay. where I have kind of like a little museum space where I have some of my collection displayed. And then also, this is where I film my videos. Yes. Which, um, you probably never watched any of my unboxing videos. But one thing I do is uh, when I buy collections from people, I do an unboxing video where I talk about the history of the memorabilia and really trying to sort of pass that on to new collectors and scouts who would be interested. That's amazing. So um, this is, I've, I've kind of like played with this setup for a long time, but I think I've got it kind of somewhat perfected. So I'm still, still testing a few things out. But uh, like all things YouTube, it's really hard to be consistent. So sure. it's a struggle. And y'all, we will be linking up his information in this video so that and you guys a very special can video. so that uh, you guys can find oh, and watch some of these yes, there's our, there's our poster. so this was something my um, employees gave me for Christmas Aww. was the, the framed Fableman's poster so but there's no Wait, scalp on the Fableman's poster no let's talk oh. about this are we going to get right into it oh let me, All let right. me show you my Oscar y'all come in here I'll show you my Oscar I got Look at this, y'all. This is a great space. So this was this was really cute. My employees, the the Sunday, I guess I guess the Oscars happened on a Sunday. Anyways, one of my employees snuck in and like decorated the office and had like congratulations and she had made me a little costume, you know, best costume design. Um, so anyways, that was kind of fun. So that now becomes a good table topper. Yeah. So. All right. So to see the history of this, we're gonna link up Jason's video where he talks about how he was contacted um, by movie production, costume design, and sent in the Boy Scout, all sorts of Boy Scout stuff, uh, vintage Boy Scout stuff for uh, The Fablemans, which is the story of loosely based on uh, Steven Spielberg's life. Pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, well, I don't know how much you guys want to just get the like history tour or more of the eBay, you know, reseller operations tour, but... Um, Maybe I can do both. But anyway, let's do it all. Let's do it all. We so want to do kind of, you know, where I hang out, and uh, so I've got some of again my stuff kind of hanging on the wall. Uh, some of these are things I bought in collections, like a 1933 World Jamboree poster that I got reframed, and one from '55 kind of has that Art Deco look. What um, year is this one? That I was from '33. Love it. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, really cool. isn't it? I love it. Wow. So that's nice, and. Uh, yeah, and then I guess, you know, <laughs> if you're a Boy Scout, you have to have things like hand axes and knives and, you know, <laughs> whatever. But, uh, and then this is kind of cute. I have these paddles. So in the summertime, I work as a summer camp director. And unfortunately, I forgot to do it this past summer. I got too busy. But these are the staff paddles that I've had the staff sign at the end of the summer. So kind of my little mementos of having been the camp director. And, um, yeah, so that's that. So this is kind of, you know, where I, my quiet space where I get to work. And, um, yeah, this is my, you know, what's, what would Superman would call it is Fortress of Solitude. Yes. 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 So, um, but we can take you through the rest of it. Um, so restrooms, that's important. And then this is kind of uh, where all the, the important stuff happens. 
So I have uh, two ladies that work for me pretty um, part-time. Maybe they're 15, 20 hours a week, depending on how busy we are. And they kind of set their own schedule. They're you know contract employees. They kind of pick the hours they want to work. And if they want to go to the beach, they go to the beach. And if they have uh, you know other plans, they just communicate with me. But they're awesome. Uh, one of them does uh, all the shipping and answers eBay questions. Oh. Would you imagine paying someone to answer oh, eBay yeah. questions? Please. Ah. So when they say, can I see another picture of the back? Then she just does all that. It's amazing. Oh, uh, the other lady, she, uh, she does some shipping as well, and then she does a lot of listing is what her thing uh, is. Okay. And um, these boxes Now when you are, say listing, does she do the photos as well? Uh, so that is okay. where, that is really my uh, bottleneck. Okay. Probably everybody's bottleneck, right? And Most so people's, yes. I'm really working on that right now to try to figure out if I can uh, maybe find another person to be a lister mm -hmm. because um, I've, I'm prototyping a new way of listing that should be faster, but um, the way we do it right now is a little convoluted. So okay. just to give you an example, I can show you the boxes back yeah. here. All of these here are, are represent boxes of patches. Usually there's about 200 items in a box. So I don't know what the math would be. There's over 40 boxes there that are photographed or scanned, but when they get over here, then they're ready for me to list. So you can see the backlog we have of like a lot of stuff photographed, ready to go. Very few stuff has made it over here where it's um, got the, t the title written and the images are cropped and cleaned up. So this is kind of the backlog. I got to fix this. Um, and then I still have lots more stuff that hasn't been photographed yet. So you okay. know, the money piles. Yeah, um, I think this is very standard for most sellers. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Just I to keep love track of it. the. I well, I haven't seen anybody do it quite like this though. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. this. Yeah, it used to be what in consignment chats, right? So it used to be that these little letters represented consigners in the very beginning because I oh, had to keep okay. separate what was a consigner versus mine. So yeah. you probably do this with your SKUs, the custom yeah. SKUs. Mm -hmm. So for me, it used to be this would be the person's abbreviation for their name. But then uh, when we show you the inventory system in a minute, it just kind of branched, it kind of became the way everything's stored and it just kind of becomes a way to keep things separated out. So maybe the, the little letters represent a type of, inf like BL is bolo ties, uh, things like that. It might, might mean something like pins, but normally it's like, now I've just started using states like Virginia, like VA. Sometimes right. it's where I get the collection. Um, and then this over here, this is um, a related product that I sell. So this is a company that's been around since 2009 called Best Hobby Pages. And I bought the company from the guy about six years ago. I was actually helping him sell uh, the pages because he was kind of going through a little change in life with young kids and such. But um, I can show you what this is. But essentially it's a plastic album pages for collectors. And so for especially for memorabilia collectors that are in my niche, uh, this is kind of the premium way to store your collection. So it has basically an envelope that goes into a page, and this is all like archi archival grade plastic. So it's really, really you know nice stuff, and it's all made in the USA. So I have a Shopify store where I sell these uh, pages and envelopes, and then people can go there, and I we you know we ship them all over the country. And then sometimes if I go to an event, I can uh, hand deliver the product as well. So. This is kind of like, you know, a side business within the core business of selling scouting memorabilia, selling kind of collector supplies. Oh, that, so. that's fascinating. Yeah, so this was, uh, you know, good for me because like every person who buys a, a scout patch for me or scout neckerchief potentially would be a customer for Best Hobby Pages. So okay. the thing that I haven't done because I'm just not that good is I haven't figured out, okay, it's called Best Hobby Pages. It's not called Best Scout Patches. 
if I was really smart, I would figure out how to market this to other hobbies and I'd be selling this on Amazon, you know, yada, yada. Okay. But I just have never quite given it enough uh, attention or, um, you know, put enough effort into it. But, but anyways, this does pretty it's well. It's there for me. when there's time. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. And wow. so that's, that's kind of a cool deal. So all this stuff down here is all the best hobby page stuff. And then, so I have a question about the best hobby page. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So you do that. Uh, you have your scout patches, which you mainly sell through eBay. Right. But then you have the, um, best hobby it's pages, on Shopify. which is on Shopify. Mm -hmm. So how do you make that connection between the two? Yeah. So uh, what I do is, um, a lot of marketing, and this is something that probably a lot of your uh, folks do is like with every eBay order, I'm trying to push people to the best hobby pages, right? So I give like a little business card. That's a sample with a discount code where you okay. can order a sample mm -hmm. set of this. Sometimes we'll actually mail samples out. And then sometimes we even make little, like little flyer things, you know, like that sort okay. of deal. But, um, you know, and, and this lady who sits here, her name's Julie, she actually does all the shipping for the for the Shopify store. So, um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty well connected. And the nice yeah. thing about this is, is that once someone kind of starts using this system, then it's, you know, I own the system, I, you know, have a, a relationship with the manufacturer. And so they're going to keep buying from me because it all, you know, fits together. Sure. Um, so there are sort of generic you know, national brand plastic pages you can use, but nothing quite like this. And uh, like I said, this is kind of a favorite of collectors. So once they start putting their collection together in this, they kind of become partial to it and I get a lot of return customers. So I bet, and made in the nice. USA, which is, yeah, it's made I mean, in Ohio, a lot actually. of us are very passionate about that. Right, so, right. Yeah. I can tell you it's, uh, it's painful uh, to sometimes write the check because the prices have gone up from COVID and everything. Yeah. And I actually just had to raise prices uh, finally, I was just holding off forever, but I finally had to raise prices because it was just not become, you know, it's not a hobby, right? It's a business. Yeah. So you have to make money. But, uh, but anyways, it, it's done well for me. It's not, you know, big, big, big part of the business, but it's like, you know, it helps pay the bills. Yeah. That's fascinating. I love yeah. that. I love the way you've incorporated that. Yeah. Hey. Um, and these over here, I just went to the National Scout Jamboree in West Virginia. And when scouts have these big jamborees, they go cuckoo crazy with patches. So all of these are brand new items I just literally traded for. I didn't buy any of these things. I went to this event and I took tons of Boy Scout patches like in a duffel bag and I spread them out on a blanket. And then I just swapped my patches for their patches and got all these different sets, you know, they're from all over the country. Oh, wow. And so they have really elaborate designs. This is kind of where it, what it's gone to now where they have like sets where they all fit together and they might have, you know, like this one has uh, maybe in that council, which I think is in uh, Illinois, they might have the first division museum. So they made a patch set that looks like that. Or I think this one here is from Michigan and it has cars. No, this one's from uh, Gulfstream Council, which is Alabama. And they have sort of that space, you know, part of Alabama. So people will kind of do that. And then the one from my area, I actually have designed this patch set. This is, we called it the Pride of the Palmetto set. And so these are all military installations in South Carolina. And then these are the uh, planes that are associated with that. So like, we in Beaufort, right? Yes. Marine Corps Air Station Beaufort, they have the F-35. And then uh, in Charleston, of course mm -hmm. you've been there, they have those big, uh, I think it's a C-5 or C-3 or yeah, whatever it is. when you hang out in Charleston, if you go for a weekend, you're sure to see You'll see them, you over. can't help, yeah. <laughs> and I actually was born at Shaw Air Force Base in South Carolina, in Sumter, and that's the F-16 mm -hmm. they have there. So it's kind of like everybody, it's like you're, you know, what are you proud of with your hometown or something? They put that on their patches, but they make these ridiculous sets and then you have to trade for the whole set. 
So anyways, um, I've been selling these a lot since I got back from that, which was right around the end of July. Very And cool. so we just put them here. Normally all the inventory stays in the back, but we're selling so many of these because they're kind of hot potatoes where, you know, we keep it right here, so. Ooh, I'm gonna, when I go home, I'm gonna check with my cousin Andy because he is an Eagle Scout, and uh, I'm kind of curious what our patches look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I have no idea. Right, mm, right. Wow. Well, the interesting thing about Flipcom was so many people when I said you know Boy Scout patches, they were like, oh, I have some Boy Scout patches. Yeah. Like, one thing about scouting memorabilia is that people tend to hold on to it if for no other reason, just true sentimental value. Sure. Mm -hmm. And it sits in a box for years and years and years, and they move houses and move houses, and they take that box around. And then so kind of what happens on my end is eventually, usually when people get up to their 60s or 70s, they have this conversation with their family and it's like nobody wants the old, you know, dad's mm -hmm. old scout stuff. And so they might go on, you know, Google and find me um, and then we'll have a conversation about it and they can see that I'm, you know, like a real scouter. I work at a summer camp. I go to jamborees and, you know, we'll have that conversation and maybe they will, you know, sell me their stuff. And so that's kind of how I get yeah. all this stuff. So. This stuff I traded for, but most stuff I just buy, you know, a box collection for people. Wow. So, I, I was see. actually, as we were leaving FlipCon this morning in the lobby, so yeah. guys, and we were coming to your warehouse, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm talking to my uncle. I'm like, yeah, I've got oh, Jason's yeah. info. Okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> reach out to right, him. So, right. yep. <laughs> and that was a total random. So this is uh, kind of the list. This is, I call this the collection room, but I've kind of I started to turn it into a listing station as well. So because, you know, I am, I started off as a collector. So all of these tubs have things that I'm, that I'm collect and, you know, sort of stored away. And some of them have, they're just in bags. And then some of them have, you know, frames and such like, like I don't know, these. Yeah. So this one has like patrol patches. And then this frame has oh, more patrol patches. <laughs> and this one has more patrol patches. Well, I don't know why they got so many patrol <laughs> patches. But, um, so what is a patrol patch? Yeah, so like, I don't even know. So like in the Fablemans, they were the rattlesnake patrol, and they had oh, this little yeah. patch on their shoulder. Okay. And so that's like a little squad of scouts, usually okay. six to eight scouts. And they're all, you know, together. And they on a camping trip, they cook their food together, and they elect a leader, a patrol leader, okay. that sort of thing. So these are old patrol patches. So I do try to go to scouting member, scouting events and display my collection. And that's actually something I wish I would spend more time doing because I feel mm -hmm. like that's kind of the mission. So um, one of the goals for this fall is to build out more frames and kind of get this organized where I can do more of that. So That sounds like a project. Yeah, it's a project. <laughs> but this is kind of a typical collection I just got in. Uh, I opened this up before FlipCon actually. And this was someone's um, dad who was an Eagle Scout from the 1950s. And so he has a sterling silver Eagle medal. And then that's actually a military service medal that he put on there for, um, uh, you know, for like good conduct medal for like the World War II era post that. And then just the loose patches and stuff. So I haven't really organized these. I guess I put them here to photograph, but I haven't done that yet. And then he went to Philmont Scout Ranch out in New Mexico and He's from Baltimore. That's a patch from Baltimore area. So, so all right. So you get like a, a sash like this, mm -hmm. and it has the patches on it. Um, do you ever remove the patches, or everything will so stay as is? A How long time ago, I did do that, and I removed all the patches because I I don't know why, but now I wouldn't do that. A mm -hmm. because it's there's it removes the context of the history, but B it's just a lot of time, and and it sort of feels like. Um, mutilating it you know so now now i would just um sell the whole thing together with the eagle medal and everything you know to try to keep it together so but all these merit badges um you know he earned and so to me it kind of fits together and you know if i wanted to be like a real capitalist 
I would cut them all off and try to sell them individually and, you know, maybe make more money, but... I love the idea yeah. of preserving the history yeah, of Yeah, that's it kind of my thing. what so. that person has, has done through scouting. Right, right. I'm with you there. So that's that. And in the hallway, I have, so, again, some of my personal collection stuff that I collected when, from the time I was a kid that I'm kind of, you know, proud to hang on the wall and look at. So I grew up in South Carolina, and our totem was the Carolina parakeet, which is a, an extinct bird, actually. You can read up on that. It's really a sad story of how... Uh, early American settlers drove it to extinction and, and killed them off. But uh, it's a beautiful bird, and so that's the totem of our OA Lodge, which is like the Honor Society, Honor Camping Society of the Boy Scouts. Um, so, again, you know, history, history. This room, uh, I used to use it for storage, and then I've turned this into a listing room, so it's really, really small. Um, but these are all collections that I purchased, going back to this thing of collections. So all of these are collections that I bought some of them I've been sitting on for a while, like this one I bought uh, December 13th of 2022. I'm very behind. <laughs> uh, but you know, what I'll do, you saw the, the, the unboxing thing up there. So this is this is the good thing and the bad thing about unboxing is like, all of these to me are potential videos that could be made. Mm -hmm. But if I really was, you know, a little more, again, capitalistic about it, I would just cut all these open and dump that stuff out and sort it all out. But to me, each of these is like a time capsule and so I want to kind of, uh, you know, do the unboxing videos and kind of, you know, pass on the history before I sort it all out and, and try to uh, recycle it on eBay. Um, so got a bunch of work to do there. And then this is all stuff that I've been sorting, working on. It's in various stages of being photographed and everything. Tell us, Ari, so now I want to know about the unboxing videos. Do you do yeah. those on YouTube? Do you do them live? I do I do a little bit of both. So um, okay. do you ever like go on vacation and you get a wild hair up your butt and I'm like, I'm going to do, so <laughs> I had uh, last year when on vacation, I was like, I'm going to do a live show because this is what people kept talking about. You know, I do live, yeah, you know, right. interact with the people. Mm -hmm. So I tried to do all that live and I have done some, have done some live. Um, the problem is I'm a little bit too much of a perfectionist and when you do stuff live, uh, as you all might know, it's not perfect, right? Like you correct the button perfect. and it does Sometimes this. you open a box and yeah. you pull out something you really didn't want to show. <laughs> right. Been there, done that. That's right, you gotta be careful. Yeah. Uh, so, I, so then I got to where I was like pre-recording the live, the pre-recording the unboxing piece and trying to splice it into the live. Mm -hmm. But then it was just a little, you know, it doesn't, doesn't quite work as perfect. So I have to make a decision. Am I either gonna be just imperfect and it's just gonna have glitches you know, and I do it live, or am I just going to pre-record everything? And, and it's like what we learned hey, at yeah. FlipCon. The more time you spend on YouTube is the less time you spend listing. And so, you know, for all these collections that I have, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I have paid thousands of dollars for this stuff, and it's worth hopefully more than that, but it's it's not opened, right? So I'm sitting on, this is the money pile, the money yep. pumps, right? Sitting on it. So I have to kind of really think about that, of how much time do I want to spend in building this YouTube channel, and you know we we had this conversation at FlipCon. My YouTube channel is not for the eBay sellers out there because I'm not. That's not really who I'm right. talking to. Mm -hmm. It's for the scout people. And so, um, you know, but it also is kind of my mission as a business to kind of recycle this stuff and tell the story. So, um, I'm sure I'll do unboxing for them. But <laughs> all right, so you're kind of like at a pivotal point. So we can have people put in the comments like if they have like a, a niche business or something similar. Yeah, it would be great to hear from you. And uh, kind of let us know what your thoughts on, on live selling are. And because Jason is at a pivotal point here in his business making this decision. So if you have something that really works for you, let's hear it. 
Yeah, here's the, here's the idea, and this will be, speaking of feedback, this will be good feedback to get. At FlipCom, we heard about people doing whatnot selling, and mm -hmm. the guy from whatnot was there, uh, Kevin, I think his name was, so got, got approved for whatnot. Hey, hey. So one idea I've had is actually to like open a box live, and then basically, well, basically in a whatnot stream, open the right. box live, I'd really have to study up on how to do this, but somehow actually sell the items as they come out of the box, like mm -hmm. somehow you can take a picture of them with your, I don't know how that works, but you know, live stream selling it. Um, and you know, again, Boy Scout memorabilia might be 10 people watching, you know, mm -hmm. versus a hundred or whatever people have on their whatnot streams. But, um, but I could see doing that maybe, you know, because it I'm... would help with my problem of all this stuff gets piled up on shelves. Like you saw 40, you know, thousands of hatches waiting and waiting for their turn versus just selling them instantly when they come out of the box. Right. I would highly recommend reaching out to Stuart White. Mm -hmm. Have you met no, him? No. He's Franklin Hill Ventures. Okay. Um, he's in Knoxville, Tennessee. He does a live unboxing every Monday morning on oh, Whatnot. Okay. And he's been doing it for a while. He's been in that. Whatnot for a while and he does a lot of ephemera. Mm -hmm. But he's in our community. So yeah. we need to connect the two of you because yes, he'd be absolutely. a great help for kind of answering questions and talking to you about that. Yeah, that'd be great. I love the idea of YouTube because you have a recorded video of it and people can go back and watch it. Like if you unbox something again, yeah. special, yeah. because this is all like historical stuff and you don't know, like you right. might do something really special in the unboxing and then Oh, so, sometimes I pulled stuff out and just <laughs> lost it, you know, and, and then sometimes I miss stuff. Like there was a... This particular uniform, I just remember that there was a um, there was a pin attached to this little ribbon. Actually, you can see the little rust stains from it. And this pin was a really rare pin. When I when I took the uniform out, I didn't notice it. And like six months later, I was showing this to a to actually a scout who was visiting my warehouse. And I saw the pin. I was like, oh my gosh! Um, and so that pin sold for over a thousand dollars. Wow. So sometimes there's some real surprises in these yeah. uh, in these collections. And I mean, so, even that would be fun to go back and and watch, right? right? And you video, right. you mentioned, oh, that you remember that one I unboxed. Yeah. It would be fun to point people back to that. I know. So that, yeah. the, 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 I, obviously, whatnot's not recorded. That's not the point, right? Right. So um, that would be a downside. Yeah. But yeah. again, talk to Stuart because he's got now where he does his live sales. He does them on whatnot and on YouTube at the same time. Oh, he's yeah. figured out a way to do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they well, did recently add, uh, I think they said YouTube and Instagram simultaneous streaming. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, so you I might be able you to have both. a separate camera recording, too, that you use for Correct. YouTube. So, yeah. Yeah. Some ways. All right. So this is the back the back half. It's wow. A it's a little bit of like Indiana Jones, you know. Holy moly. It just goes and goes. Y'all. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think... I think uh, I threw this number out at FlipCon. So I have 80,000 items listed live and that's unique items. That's not quantity of five, you know, right. multiplied out. This is like 80,000 different items. So this has taken years and Wait, years. Wait, stop. 80,000 <laughs> unique items. Okay. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I just really need it. To <laughs> I, I have this cartoon character in my mind right now where their jaw drops all the way down to the ground. and like, <laughs> Well, it's funny, you know, so, um, so, so at FlipCon, there was kind of this uh, panel, you know, where, where, where the people had their, their models for selling. Mm -hmm. And one guy was very impressive, him and his wife, they sell shoes. But their whole thing is every week they sell all the shoes, you know, mm -hmm. and they, they go from zero to and they sell them all, they're gone. And so, you know, my kind of thing I just said in that conversation was, you know, 
the model for collectibles is it's long tail and you have to sit on it. And so, you know, you, you can list it and in, in, in the first week I sell, you know, some percentage of it, but then some percentage of it is going to sit there until someone comes around and buys it. And you and I talked about this this, this uh, weekend was like, it's so random what people buy from your store. Oh. You have no idea why on this day someone bought random, you know, lot X. So this is kind of the benefit of having this many items listed is, you know, to me, the job is to get it listed. Once it's listed, then I don't have to touch it again. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to look at it. It just sits in these boxes and then eventually, you know, somewhere someone sells it. Um, and I have started to do a few things where items that have been in my store more than three years, I actually took them down and posted them into another store. And I was using that other store as kind of a clearance thing. Mm -hmm. So I have, you know, I do have a strategy for how to deal with really, really stale old listings. Um, you know, adjusting the prices and whatever, but I, you know, I, I run sales, I make offers, I do all the stuff mm -hmm. that, that eBay sellers do. And so, you know, it kind of works for me, but, but it does take up a lot of room, right? So this is not, you know, like you said, you can't do this in your garage and have this many items, but luckily little small patches are really small, you know, clothing and shoes. It would never work to have that many items. So, but this is kind of my, uh, just to finish the tour, I guess this is my, like, I call this my sorting table. Uh, no, no pun intended with Harry Potter, but, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes when I get these collections, I have to sort them out. So this is a good example. I had, I had done a couple of unboxings and these were the, the things that were in the unboxing. And so now to get it to the point of listing it, I have to sort like items together. Um, so then I can do a little bit of, you know, I don't have to alphabetize everything, but this is a collection where they were already in album pages. And so I need to go through here and sort these out and, you know, get them, get them to where I can get them photographed and scanned. Um, and the same thing with those boxes over there. Those are kind of like in process, but not quite there yet. So, um, yeah, and I've just got more and more boxes and boxes everywhere. So I am so impressed. I'm going to walk our friends back here. Okay. I can turn some lights on, but yeah, it's, it, I mean, y'all, it's huge. And on this side, there's. There's, there's, so people were asking at Flipcon, you're like, okay, well, you got all these things listed. What about the stuff that's not listed? Like, you know, kind of, which was totally fair to kind of give that criticism. So this, this area over here is kind of everything that's not listed. These are the boxes you saw on the bulletin board that have been scanned and photographed, and that's why they already are labeled. So they're kind of like in oh, process, okay. you know, waiting for us to find the time to get that done. Wait, I see some things that aren't Boy Scout packages. Yeah, this, this was actually my father's uh, train collection. So oh, if anyone's wow. a big Lionel train collector, I would love to just sell them all of this because I don't know what I'm doing selling Lionel trains. I have to let my husband know because I think his dad has oh. these. Yeah. Oh, so this I have, is really fun. Yeah, so all this sort of... And then these are ones I haven't even listed yet. Like, my daughter was helping me list these, but um, anyways... <laughs> She's going off to it's college. A whole so. It's a whole deep, other genre. Very deep yeah. niche. Yes. And, that, and that's what a lot of these uh, collectible niches is. You kind of have to have a little bit of knowledge with them. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then these are some patches, like these Jamboree patches are some of the ones I took to the Jamboree to trade. But then I have like pins, like just bags of sorted pins, of scout pins. And so I do have a lot of money piles back here. Yeah. Um, and then this is one area that... I'm hoping that a friend of mine is going to help me with is all of these tubs. This will sound maddeningly crazy, but when I buy these collections, everybody has what I call paper. And so by paper, I mean like old scout maps or certificates or pictures and, 
you know, scrapbooks and all this. And so I'm hoping that a friend of mine is going to let me take like 12 totes of paper to him and let him sell it on consignment. Oh. Um, because I just, my brain will not work to think, to, to sort out all this paper, you know, and, and figure out, oh, this is a 19, this and that and the other. Um, and I just have kind of run out of space. I can't, I don't really have yeah. room to, to sort out 12 totes of paper. Like I have a whole tote of Boy Scout stamps. So that's another thing that I just, it's not really my jam. I'm sure it's somebody's jam, but I get so many stamps with all these collections that I just can't really- I didn't really, even know that was a thing. Yeah, okay. these first day covers, you know, from different countries even, and for jamborees. And so I have, and I am going to do books myself. I have, I have, I have tried not to do books for a long time, but I just can't not do books now. So I have tons because every scout had a book. So I've kind of kept the really old ones and I need to uh, list these books for sale now. Um, so that's another like 2023, 2024 project is to get books listed. Um, so <laughs> we'll see. I mean, in, in my warehouse, I will say everything is organized. It's not, you know, like I know where the books are. I know where the stamps are, but you know, it's yeah. still, you know, God help me if there's like an earthquake or a tornado. Oh uh, Lord. I really <laughs> Don't admire, even say that. I really admire your ability to focus because okay. you have so many cool things here like this all these papers and yeah. everything like i i don't think i could give it up i think i'd be like yeah. oh yeah no i could do that i could do that oh, that's from 1916 that's like a hundred year old issue hey, that was I'd just be like i, I gotta do it because it's so cool. that's the yeah. year my dad was born no kidding yeah no kidding. so the scouts were only six years old and cost 10 cents but um so it's just a matter of you know time like i focusing on the things that i that are easy to handle and easy to touch and sort and sell yeah. and all this stuff is kind of like eh, not, so tell us i see a couple girl scout books up there yeah, yeah i actually so. uh, i was a girl scout leader for six years all right yeah i was a brownie leader all the way through oh, uh, all right. cadets and so i i collected girl scout stuff and sometimes in boy scout collections there's a lot of crossover i get girl scout stuff so I just, again, with books, I have ignored them, put them to the side, but I do have a bunch of Girl Scout books to sell and uh, Girl Scout patches as well. Okay. Girl Scout no, collectors, have... oh, yeah, they're, not, they're not as like um, gung-ho, like they collect, but they're, they're, for whatever reasons, they don't treasure their stuff as much value-wise. Like Boy Scout collectors will pay stupid money for some stuff. Right. Uh, Girl Scout collectors are a little more, you know, uh, economical about it. So right. it's not well, as I don't even know what I did with my Girl Scout. That ah. was a Girl Scout. I don't even know what I did with my stuff. Yeah. I'm sure I don't have it anymore though. Gotcha. So then like every eBay person, you got the shipping supplies and the printer supplies and all the, you know, trash bags full of stuff and all that. So, but luckily with this warehouse. Now, how do you ship a patch? Yeah, so I just mail them in uh, envelopes with a stamp. So this is that classic okay. thing of like people who sell postcards and other really light, inexpensive right, things okay. that can go in a first class letter. So unless it, my cutoff is about 30 or $40. If, if it's mm -hmm. 30 or $40, then I'll do a padded envelope with tracking and all that, yada, yada. Okay. So um, I don't qualify for top rated seller because I don't uh, have- That was my next question. Yeah, yeah. no way, no okay. how. So the thing is, you know, as you know, to mail something in a padded mailer now is almost $4. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the patches I sell are five to ten dollars. So it's just so expensive compared to, you know. So whereas I think normally I charge like a dollar twenty-five for shipping, okay. and I mail it in a regular envelope. The good thing is I'm selling mostly to scouts, right? And so they don't, uh -huh. uh, you know, they don't try to say, oh, I never got it, you know. Uh, right. I'm a really 
really good point. Oh, that is such a good point. So it does happen, but it is not a big problem in my business. Now, the the um, standard trading card envelopes, where do patches stand with that? Are they going to incorporate that, do you Well, think? it is like a hope and a dream. And I've sent okay. lots of messages to eBay that they would let us into that yeah. program. So, yeah, then, then we would have the tracking and then I could, you know, qualify for top-rated seller yeah. and probably would do that. But um, every time I've asked, they have not added, you know, they added, I think they did add postcards and a few other things because it started with sports cards. But um, my category is so small. Well, there's half a million items in my category, but, you know, it's nothing compared to stamps and postcards and whatever. Sure. So it's just, you know, not important on the totem pole. Well, it should be easy for them to add in then. Yeah. Right. All right. There's so eBay, I'm just going to send you this video. I hope you're watching. Help this loyal eBay seller That's out right. here with there you this. Go. Come you on, do the right thing. <laughs> yeah, since, since 1998. Oh, and these walls here, this is kind of part of the sorting process. I think you probably saw that earlier, but like these plastic totes, when I when I get these collections and I need to sort them, I'll open up all these totes and put them on the tables and everywhere I have space. And then I just separate the patches out into them and um, then try and, um, you know, organize it as much as possible before I go and resell it, so. Nice. All right. Here's my, I mean, there's so many take, so many takeaways from this tour, but the one thing I am adding into my new space is absolutely a sorting table. Any tips, tricks, things you like about this one, things you don't like about this, this one, what would you Yeah. Say? So, so this, this might be something that someone said earlier, but try to get it back to zero or something. Wasn't that someone once said? Oh yeah. Yep. You know, so you, with a sorting table, it's not a sorting table if it a, becomes a storage table. So I do mm -hmm. put stuff under here that kind of lives under here, like coffee mugs, which I get a lot of as well. But, um, <laughs> you know, obviously I'm not doing that now, but I, I need to sort this stuff first and then I can clear it back out and then go from there. But, um, and then maybe something like this where you have, which you don't have smalls as much as I do, but some way where you can, once you sort it, there has to be a logical system of like, you know, then this, once you sort it, this stuff goes into that tote or this tub or or you know however you're going to do it so no that is it's, this is actually racks. very similar to what i do because i do a lot of jewelry oh that's yeah jewelry. so i will put actually i made you do that right we just did that at my house right oh, before fun I, like, I have a, i have an answer yeah. for you <laughs> so you so you know you probably have one of these get a little label making machine so this is my little friend little mm -hmm. dymo and so i try to make labels for everything um in this warehouse so that i can find things and they stay organized mm -hmm. so all these you know totes have organized. and you label it right when you're doing it right yeah i think yeah. that is like right uh, don't let it get away from you yeah so. it gets away so easy. oh i'll remember that yeah <laughs> no you won't you won't remember label it right away you won't remember right exactly <laughs> Um, and this, uh, you have a scout blanket on here, Actually, I guess yeah, that just like This holds... is just from like an Army Navy store, yeah, but okay. just, uh, you know, I had this, someone build me this table a long time ago, mm -hmm. so. But, uh, you know, the other takeaway I wanted to kind of say in general is that, you know, here's, here's kind of the joke. The joke is if you can sell Boy Scout memorabilia full-time, you can sell anything full-time. Like, you can go be, you know, the big fish for Lionel Trains or... Mm -hmm. Girl Scout dolls or whatever, you know, you just have to, it takes a long time, right? So I've been doing this. Um, my, I, my LLC is founded in 2007. Okay. And so I've been selling on eBay really hard since 2004. And I got on eBay in 98, but just wasn't really, you know, I started doing consignment in 2004. All right. And we had this yeah. story too, where my first consignment <laughs> I did for 10% because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Ah. And I lost money. I lost money if I didn't sell it for at least ten or fifteen dollars because the eBay fees eat me, you know, ate me up back then. Yeah. Um, but that was the springboard. Once people saw I could do eBay in my hobby, then there, then another person 
wanted me to do consignment. And that's how I built this business out mm -hmm. for the first, you know, probably good five or 10 years. I did a lot of consignment. Um, but then I was able to, to take the money I'd, I had made and go and buy collections. And then I could, you know, make all the money. And, that's and that is how now. you leverage consignment. That's exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You can start from zero. You can start from zero right. if you need to. Right. Yeah. If you, you know, if you have the knowledge, you know, to, to, as a collector, if you collect something, the other thing about being a collector is, is that, um, you know, I'm sure looking at all this, it hurts some people's brain. Like they have a headache right now thinking about all this minutia. But to me, like, again, this is my fortress of solitude. Like this is my jam. I know, I know all this stuff. I speak the language. It's not Greek to me. And so, uh, you know, I like going to work. I, I think it. it looks absolutely beautiful. The oh, organization. You've done like, an amazing oh, job. You. <laughs> you have done an yeah. amazing job. It's impressive. Yes. Good. Good. Well, it's still uh, it's still a work in progress, and I'm all the time, like we were saying to Flipcon, trying to think of ways to find little improvements and mm -hmm. ways to do things, or you know, listening to lots of YouTubers who uh, who are you know serious resellers and seeing if they have ideas um, that yeah. I can incorporate because it's still you know kind of a one man show. Although I have employees, so I can't really say that, but. But in terms of like, you know, it's your business, right? Just like yours. Nobody cares about your business the way you care about Thank your business. Thank you. That's ever. the best way to sell it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. So you can outsource tasks and things, but nobody's going to love it the way you do. So don't ever expect it. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, a quick, just one question about this. Would you rather it to be standing height? That's a good question. This originally was a table that was built to uh, go on the on the deck at our house when uh -huh. before we moved. So I think that's probably a great idea to have a standing height. Yeah, and then that's you could even have storage saying. built underneath it, maybe some you know oh. tubs and stuff. But you know, utilize like cleaning the space. stuff, right? So as I'm sorting anything, I can just of, you know, like yeah. what I've done in this warehouse, and, and your basement is a little limited on this, but I have gone up. And, uh, you know, if you're a fire marshal, don't come over here with a measuring tape. I did have the fire marshal come, and I, I passed the inspection. <laughs> but um, you can go 12 feet high. But, you know, sort of, you know, go vertical. But in this storage space, you know, go underneath it as well. I've tried to yeah. utilize every, not every inch, but, you know, like, not be shy about putting up shelves and stacking things here and there. And, you know, I've got a big ladder I get out to get to these things when I need to. So... Yeah, I have a super tall garage where my sorting table is going to be. So oh, there you go. It's probably one and a half. Okay. Well, you put a, so put a ceiling a fan really above there good. so you can stay cool when you do it. Of course, you'll live in North Carolina. It may not be as muggy, but... Uh. Yeah, no, it's not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is wonderful. Well, cool. Well, and I think it helps to, uh, you know, and this is not so much your problem because, like, when you're in the basement, you know... The rest of your house house, I know you said will be tidy and clean, mm -hmm. um, but this is the, the, the obvious advantage of having your eBay business in a warehouse space or separate from your own house, storage unit, whatever. It's just, you know, what the joke people said this weekend, happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. So if you have all this crap in your house and it's you're having to move stuff to eat dinner with your family, like nobody's going to, that's not going to last long. That's going to be yeah. all stress. Yeah. So very rarely does anything from this business come home, um, you know, so... It works out well. Yeah, it's it's so important to have that separation. If whether it's a door or you know a door in your home, mm -hmm. a, a warehouse, a level of your house, no matter what your situation, think about that separation between. Because the other thing is, you want to work all the time when the work is right in front of you. Yeah, yeah, right. especially if you're workaholics like us. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I I find myself spending way too much time looking at eBay. Just you know, like you always check on check and see how mm -hmm. it's going, and you like send out an offer and. So, you know, when you have your own small business, it, it's your, it's your hobby, it's your passion, it's your, it's your business, it's your life. And so, you know, it's kind of finding time to do other things too. 
That's right. mental health balance. Yes, we all do have families. Yes, that's right. There are, there are and children. they still love us. In some form or another. And they work for us sometimes. But, yeah. yeah. My son is supposed to come next week. He owes me eight hours. Patrick, I've got you. Uh, he's got to pay for his phone bill. So I think he's all coming right. Tuesday for eight hours so he can catch up on all his phone bill. There years. you go. All right. And Patrick, you're not the only one that, that runs like this. My children run like that as well, where they work to pay their phone bill. So you're not alone. Yeah. It's the universal rule. Phones are not free. Well, this, Jason, has been amazing. I know we talked about doing this over and over again. I am so glad that we finally got to do this and that Libby was in town. Next trip, we'll get Samantha in town. She can come uh-huh. ooh and ah over this. Why don't I come behind here? This and, has been uh, amazing. Get you, guys, get you guys together for the closing shot. Oh, well. No? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've been behind the camera the whole time. Camera. <laughs> Very nice. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us on consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, join our free private Facebook community. I come behind here. This has been uh, amazing. Get you guys guys together for the closing shot. Oh, well. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, you've been behind the camera the whole time. (laughs) Very nice. Thanks, (laughs) y'all. Thank you. Thanks.